Yo, man. Hello, Miss Rusty. We are here today on Monday morning. It's President's Day, whatever that means. It means that the post office is closed, I guess, for that. Uh, some other jobs might not be there. But you know what? We're here today because we're hustling every single day. And today I want to bring in somebody who uh, is going to be also uh, hustling every day uh, and has so many things I don't even want to start with this. I'd rather just have her tell you because that's a lot easier. Uh, I'm, I'm happy because I like having other entrepreneurs on and people who understand the hustle game. So I am bringing on here Precious Swain Peaks here right now. How are you doing? Awesome. And yourself? Not too shabby. It's Monday has always been a day I've always enjoyed Monday mornings, which is weird for a lot of people to hear. Because some people just always dread Monday mornings, but now, now Sunday mornings have been kind of my nice day. But that's kind of for different reasons. But I, uh, it's always hard for me on, you know, not being able to do stuff like, especially when it's Sunday and I, I have stuff I need to get to the post office or something like that. And it's just, I have to wait another day. And so it's, I'm there first thing in the morning, ready to go. Usually, you know, try to get, be at the post office and have a lot of my work done by the time people are just starting to get to the post office. So, uh, but enough about me. What, what about you? What's, what's your day looking like today? It's definitely not reflecting a holiday for sure. <laughs> it is full-time hustle over here, but I'm a tax professional. So during tax season, there oh, are okay. no holidays. We are just from January 2nd till April 15th, 17th, whatever time it fluctuates to, we are literally banging. So I don't know who's celebrating President's Day other than maybe the post office, but it's yeah. not me. Yeah, yeah, the post office seems like they're one of the only places that ever has any holidays anymore. Um, but I mean that, yeah, that's, I did that for a short little while, but you know, that's, that's, uh, that's neither really here nor there, but so, okay. You're still, you're doing taxes right now. So, uh, how, how'd you get into doing tax work? I mean, that's um, something everybody's going to always need. There's always death and taxes. So exactly. And so it, this is going to be weird, but as a kid, that perfect. I wanted to be an accountant as a little as a, I had an aunt that was an accountant and we had a family owned business. So I kind of got to see her keeping track of everything. And it just really I really wanted to do it. So that's what I went to school for. And of course, when you go to school for accounting, um, you learn the behind the, the underlay to the tax situation, because so many people just bring stuff and just they just don't keep it organized um that's me I, I, i'm a nightmare <laughs> bring a shoebox of receipts and you kind of need that knowledge to know how to categorize the receipts because if you don't now you're just taking you're like randomly putting stuff places you're inviting an audit and so um I do still run my account, the accounting portion of my firm, but during tax season, the tax people just overload kind of everything. And sure. so, so we are open year round. We do take, I prefer small businesses. Uh -huh. um, even if they're not accounting clients, 
I just want the ability to help them learn how to win versus always lose with high liability. It's like, it's not even really a money thing. It's business, so it's money, but it's not even, it's more of a challenge. Can I get you to understand if you do this, this, and this, you won't owe every year this much money, you know? <laughs> and yeah. so it's, it's just, if, as weird as this is going to sound, it's kind of fun. It's very Sure. And, and so you have people that are, I mean, I'm sure people love you. I mean, because you're, because it can be tough. It can be tough. Like uh, last year I ended up, I owed a nice chunk of money. I knew I was going to owe money, but it's still hard to get back from going to the tax person. That, um, and then, yeah, they're like, oh yeah, you owe thousands of dollars. And like, oh, well, I wish I was prepared. So it's nice having someone that lets you know. And um, yeah, I mean, that was my, first year of really having that where I just yeah owed money and um but that was because of something kind of non-business related but um yeah you know so you enjoy it I mean that's that's great I mean if you're able to enjoy it that's something that can't really be beat and so then you but you're also doing other uh I saw that you are a minister um so how'd you get into that um it just kind of fell in my lap i would hear people i don't know if you experience it but people walk up to you and say oh you're supposed to be and i would always be no i'm not supposed to be anything of that nature because i had lived such a wild youth I was just all over the place you know I grew up in Los Angeles so we gang banged we did all kind of stuff so uh -huh. I definitely didn't think that I was supposed to be ministering just because I had this past that was not the best and one day I realized I had been doing it for a while just not calling it ministry praying with people people I had no had never seen before in the grocery store just walk up and tell all their problems and you just kind of talk them through it. And so when you realize that you're doing something already, to put your focus and take a little more serious. So I'm a classic perfectionist. I'm a high overachiever. So the first thing I said is, oh, I didn't take any classes or get any certification to do this. It's really not something that when you really get into it, you realize is needed because you're just kind of, the information just kind of comes as you need it. But then I had to go to school for that. And then I had to climb hurdles for that. And, and but people now also kind of my approach to this business because I believe the blessings will come the more I help people who really can't pay the high price or whatever. Because you get your taxes done. You know, we're pretty pricey over here in the world. We are always <laughs> trying to pull yeah. a penny out of you. But then there are some people who can't afford that. And the question is, do you help them anyway? And so I always help them anyway 
because if you don't, you leave them in a place where one, they're going to have high liability. They're going to pay somebody anyway. <laughs> Two, they never learn how to not have that liability or that is this right moment. And so that's just kind of how I got into that. Um, but it's not really traditional. So I came out of the building in about 2015. I stopped ministering in the building and began going out and literally on the streets, talking to people, dealing with people that were homeless, dealing with troubled youth, dealing with women in domestic violence situations, because those are the people that don't want to go to the building because they feel like people are going to look down on them or judge them. They still need somebody to listen. They still need somebody to pray with them. They still needs to understand the different things that we kind of take away from ministry. Ministry isn't like back when they were sharing five fish and some loaves of bread. <laughs> ministry now is this basket. And so there's no basket for me. Everything I do from a ministerial standpoint comes out of my own pocket because it's not business. It's not you go donate some clothes and charge people to get into the event. You, no, that's not that's not um, what I do. And I could be wrong. I'm not saying my approach is right. <laughs> it could be, you know, everybody, man has his own plight. But it was just more important to me to get out there and get with the people. So I don't wear dresses. I wear jeans and tennis shoes because I can't get down on the ground and sit down in the grass and some heels and a dress. You know what I mean? It's just um, the raw transparency is kind of um, what I carry pretty much in everything in life. So with that being said, I have to tell you that picture that you have on the wall is so inviting. It is just life. Mm -hmm. that yeah, one? that one. Not, uh -huh. not that one. No, the uh, one yeah, right on the that, side. Of, it, it just gives yeah. life. It's like it's like you've brought happiness to your wall. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was going for. Yeah, <laughs> I I wanted something yeah semi hypnotic, I guess as well too. So it um yeah, thank you. Uh, You're very welcome. Yeah, my my last room was just it was all just uh, gray. I mean, it was very just one color and that was it. And so yeah, this one I wanted to change it up uh, a little bit. I'm still still yeah kind of putting stuff together here but yeah it's it's a work in progress but so you got i mean so people come up to you because you're transparent too they can people sense that people pick up on that and that's why they come up to you and tell you things you probably don't hold a lot of things back if i'm putting words in your mouth um <laughs> very little you know. to hold yeah. back. <laughs> It but it has its downsides. It, it really does have its downsides. Um, because sometimes you draw people and sometimes you run people away because they don't want to know the truth. They don't want the transparency. Um, we live in a microwave society. Everything is quick, quick, quick and gratification. We expect gratification in everything.
And so now I'm a little old. So when I was growing up, people told you when you didn't do the right thing. It, it was no secret. You didn't do the right thing and you need to fix it. It's kind of yeah. how we were handled. You know? Me too, yeah. And now when we played sports or cheerleaded or something, everybody didn't get a trophy. Right. Those who were the best of the situation got a trophy. And the rest of you sat in a banquet and watched them get the trophy, figured out yeah. how you earned it the next year. Yeah. Now everybody gets the trophy. So yeah, I, I was kind of like in the middle, I'm 40. And so like, it, like when I was getting older, it started being everybody gets a trophy. Like when I, so it probably would have been like late nineties or so mid nineties or so everyone started getting trophies and it, it was just bizarre. All of a sudden it's yeah, people have rooms full of trophies with, I was there, I was there and I got a trophy and yeah, yeah, it's not. What, what's that mean? Yeah, it doesn't require skill or right. perseverance or anything anymore. And so, um, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, that's that, that was fine. They kind of okay. just lost lost their way, if if you know what I mean. We don't know yeah. how to win or lose anymore. Yeah, it's just because you can't. If you don't want to hear that you're doing something wrong, there's no, and there's already, you're already going to be just fine if you, you know, do it or don't do it to, you know, try to better yourself. I mean, what's the, I mean, not to me, but to some people, what's the point of bettering yourself if you're going to get a trophy anyway? Exactly. And I mean, if having to hear a hard truth is something that grows you as a person, and that's something also that can't really, or that's also not happening a lot either. You, yeah, people don't want to hear the hard truths because it's whatever uh, makes them un, makes them uncomfortable. And it's stuff supposed to make you uncomfortable, and you're supposed to learn how to to work with that and to you know better yourself. And how it, like it, I, I've talked about this before, like in sort of like a, a story. Um, like in a story structure there's not it's someone hears something that is very hard there's something that in any other story would be oh okay this main character needs to you know by the end of the story needs to learn how to deal with this and overcome it but now it's just they hear this thing and shut down and if anyone says anything about it, you know, kind of loses their, lose their cool and loses, you know, everything about it and they don't, they don't grow. And so it's, it's not, not a bad thing to hear that you're doing something wrong. And yeah. yeah and so, ah, so that, that, that's kind of my, my two cents on that part, but, <laughs> you know, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's too much just weird weird uh way to do things but um so okay so also uh i'm looking on here and i see that you have uh, the swain girl media channel which is on roku and fire stick you want to tell me about that i'm oh goodness um that <laughs> Did i uncover something <laughs> <laughs> that was um 
it was it was unintentional, but kind of came in handy because originally my husband, he does um, audio video. He's an uh, engineer, he mixes and masters, but he does video. And so he was getting jobs, video and shows. And he used to always say he wanted a car racing show. And so for, for Father's Day one year, I gave him, I had designed him a channel on um, the whole Ruku Amazon situation. Uh And and I gave him this channel thinking I was doing something, you know, we're always trying to do something. And so three years passed and it was nothing on the channel. I'm like, what what is, I thought you wanted a channel. And he's like, I'm going to put something on the channel. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So now I feel like I've built a channel and nobody is using the channel. So I can't use his channel because all his graphics and everything is on this. Now I'm like, oh, I got to prove I can just do my own channel. <laughs> so I build a channel um, that's on Roku, that's on um Amazon, but I haven't released anything recently that is actually aired on Amazon right now because the people whose stuff that I've been taking hasn't had the quality up to that par yet. Okay. So it's on the uh, Roku channel and the Fire Stick channel. And no. I have, I still have my husband's channel. He started adding stuff to it just because I started adding stuff. <laughs> but I have the Swing Girl Media channel. I have, um, it is so as a, not necessarily a religious channel, but where you can go find um, scripture, um, walkthroughs on reformulating yourself. So it's n- n- not really to degrade people, but to encourage people that no matter where you are in life, you can grow and do better. Right. Which, yeah. So uh, this is, these are um, parts of videos that you found and you're making a a collection of them and putting them onto this channel is what that is. Um, These are the channels because now we're up to four channels. So you have a network now. (laughs) Yeah. He has his PLP channel still and he's began putting things on it music videos things like that then i have the swing girl i think lost you for a second so is uh i mean is there any sort of i don't know if you can hear me or not oh i think uh, i think i sort of caught you Okay, you can hear me. So can you repeat that last part? Um, it is like four channels. So it's the It Is So, which is um, kind of spiritual based, not necessarily religious, but spiritual based. Uh-huh. The Swain Girl Media Channel, which is designed for growth. There's a few shows from a few different hosts. All of them are educated in business or spiritually or something. And I don't control their shows. They just send me the content 
and we let it roll. So it's one from a teacher who's teaching teaching ethics and just different things like that. And then there is um, Let's Talk Business, where I take all the information I gather, taking my CEs, and then I go do 15 to 30 minute layouts explaining these different things so business owners could learn how to run their businesses without paying. So you're making those videos then, those ones. Is that correct? I think that's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, so then you're you're not only you have your, because then you're producing though that other show basically that people are just sending stuff in. So that makes you a you know a network producer, I guess would say, to be another title of your your many titles of of what you do and everything. Um, so then I guess the next question is, how are people going to find you if they, I mean, they can go watch those channels, but how uh, they need to get hold of you for whatever reason, for the many reasons of uh, different, different services that you provide, how do people get a hold of you? The, um, for most people that use Facebook, the easiest way is to just look me up at Precious Shonda Swain Peaks. Um, Twitter, I'm it's I'm Precious all ran together. Okay. Um, what else is there? Oh, Instagram. I always forget about my Instagram. Instagram, I'm Precious underscore Swain. Um, TikTok, I'm, I'm on TikTok. I'm not. What are you doing? On, what are you doing on TikTok? Uh, uh, very little, but I'm learning. You know, it was kind of kind of weird because I got to keep it short <laughs> yeah. um, but I go on and try to give a lot of tax tips because a person doesn't have to necessarily come to me to get their taxes done but I want them to understand the different things that will help them avoid liability avoid getting caught up in tax fraud I just think you that we need to learn to share information with one another to help each other grow. And so on TikTok, on TikTok, I'm, I'm precious still, but I put up different little videos showing different ways of lowering your taxes or setting up your SCP uh, for those in business for themselves, their own 401ks and things like that to help wow. them to be able to keep more of their money and bring down their tax liability. So I do that. Um, my direct email works, um, gmail.com. I know they want us to have a paid domain. I have a few of them, but <laughs> if you really want to get me to answer quick, gmail.com is it. For those who don't have Roku TV or anything like that, I do have the channel at swaingirlmedia.com. So they can go there and all of the shows air there, kind of like a regular TV channel with times. Um, wow. And if they need their taxes done, um, anointedforprosperity.com and just go in and set a free consult because all of my consults are free. Um, nice. That way we can talk about what it is that you need, what we may need you to switch, just different things like that. Because the sure. office... We're up to 10 preparers now. For years, it was just Whoa. me. 
for years it would just be <laughs> but i realized that in order to truly grow you have to hire people you have to spend some money in order to grow so yep. now we have other preparers um the office does business formation for all 50 states so if you haven't set up your incorporation yet or whatever we're able to do that on your behalf but if you call and say hey i want an llc and then we talk but you don't really need an llc yet because your business is still at this level and you're not doing anything that a person can sue you for you know what i mean you're not making food yeah. you're not doing anything like that then even though i could charge you to do an llc i'm going to probably tell you to wait you know what i mean i'm sure. not trying to push people into things that they're going to have an annual fee in the state, but that it's not going to be benefit them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, even if you'd like to hop on Wednesday coming up, Wednesday the 22nd, I'm doing a free class where we're walking through understanding structure because everybody sees Facebook and says, I want to be an LLC. Everybody isn't supposed to be an LLC <laughs> or an S-Corp because you have a lot of people setting up S-Corps, it's only them, they're being double taxed because the S-Corp is a pass-through. The S-Corp doesn't pay taxes, it sends it back to the shareholders. So, you know, Which, why are you doing this? Yeah. But we're going to, I'm gonna do, um, we're gonna do a conference call where we explain some of these things in general because Honestly, everybody didn't go to school for what they're doing. Some people woke up one day, watched a YouTube video and said, hey, I'm going to make some ashtrays or I'm going to bake some cookies or I'm going to open a weed dispensary, you know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to school for uh, environmental stuff in Russian and uh, I've used zero of that in my <laughs> life and, you know, became a professional wrestler and a hypnotist and stuff and owned a bunch of other businesses, but never once did I, I've spoke Russian when I've gotten drunk, uh, you know, back uh, years ago, I could do it, but that was it. And that I never talked to anybody in Russian and the environmental stuff, well, what am I going to do with that? So work for work for yourself. If you can be, like you said, not everybody has to have an LLC. Not everyone has to have an S corp. So mm -mm. yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, hey, thank you so much for coming on. And I'll get this out uh, and I'll give you a link for the show in like in probably an hour or so. So we can get people to be um, popping on to your your live show on Wednesday. So you'll have, yeah, uh, or both of us, you're going to have two days to promote it and yeah, get that out and get more people on to watch. Well, I appreciate that. And if you have yeah. time, pop in with us now i'll be honest and tell you wow um the hip the hypnotist part uh -huh. intrigues me because oh. you get to see the raw of people the very yeah, raw that, of people yeah. <laughs> you know um so i won't ask now because this is all your platform but when you come That's on fine. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to definitely want to talk about that. That sounds very interesting. Sure. And and wrestling, um, something I watch with the grandsons. You know, oh, okay. Up and off well, the rope. <laughs> yeah, I've done that a few times. Uh, not not always successful for me, but yeah, we we can definitely talk about those. And yeah, I'd love to be on your show. So 
let me uh i'll get all that i'll get get some time for you when we can get together and and do that and yeah so yeah thank you so much and yeah everyone check check her out uh, i'll list all the stuff in the description to get a hold of you and yeah thank you and thanks everyone for listening and that is the show man.